Hey guys, you're listening to the Master of Shine at Home podcast, and I'm your host, Levi Gates. So, without any further ado, let's get started. First things first, I wanted to apologize uh, to all of you for being a little late on this podcast. You know, I've been wanting to try and keep it going to where, you know, I got a new episode dropping basically every Friday morning. So, you know, we'll probably drop them every Thursday night. That way you guys can uh, be ready for the weekend. You can listen to it while you're detailing. And I apologize uh, on behalf of, well, myself and this podcast for not getting out to you guys sooner. Uh, It's been a crazy week. You know, the uh, Halloween is probably our favorite uh, holiday of the year here in the Gates household. And uh, we had a lot of fun trying to get ready for that, as well as, you know, over at work, we've got uh, a huge event, uh, TRCMA, the Rag Company Media Access, happening next week. That's right. So next Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday for four hours, we are going to be broadcasting live two-hour sessions, two two-hour sessions. So 10 to noon and 2 to 4. So that is all Mountain Standard Time. And uh, basically, we're going to be broadcasting live, just like you know, our great live events. Uh, Only this time, we're going to have a bunch of guests, which is going to be super fun. Uh, And it is taking place this this next week. So this week is SEMA 360. And I won't really get into the uh, craziness that has been that. I will say it's much less than what uh, we've normally put in for years past for SEMA. Basically, this time we had a template. We built a small website. And uh, we'll see if we get a lot of people. We're not, you know, 100% on it. Um, If it works, awesome. If it doesn't, it's not a big deal. You know, we're kind of looking at it as this. um, If it works, like we said, cool. But we're looking at it like a wash. So, um, but... The TRCMA that we've been putting together has taken up a ton of energy. So um, lately I've been coming home and just playing with the kids and hanging out and it's uh, and I've been tired. So I haven't haven't sat down and done a podcast, but I want to try and make sure that going forward I try and get these out weekly for everybody. So um, wanted to say that uh, we had a great Halloween. We had a good uh, good time. Um, you know, we wanted Carly and I really wanted the kids to, to have a Halloween where they could uh, do some trick-or-treating, have some fun. So we dressed up. Augie was a Viking. I was a Viking with him. And then uh, Carly and Hadley were witches. So it was kind of a cute kind of family event. And then uh, we went and visited the grandmas. So we went and saw Carly's mom. Then we went and saw my mom. And uh, then took the kids trick-or-treating and uh, found a neighborhood nearby that was actually well lit. Had a lot of houses next to each other and a lot of folks out on the street trick-or-treating with fire pits and stuff out front. It was, it was really nice. So kids had a great time. They had a good haul. Um, and uh, needless to say, they've been reaping the benefits of uh, eating candy um, the last two days. So I'll get today. I literally complained that his stomach hurt. So I'm hoping it was just an overload of candy today for him. But, um, but in this episode, I wanted to say that... Um, I interviewed the kids. I interviewed Augie and Hadley. Uh, I think they did a really good job um, with their uh, first time being on a podcast. I will say uh, Hadley was a uh, professional. She was very 
enthusiastic about it and was very excited to be on it. Um, Augie was just excited to be there and uh, decided to make some noises. So in the background, if you hear him burping and farting and making noises, that's he's a six-year-old boy. That's what he does. But yeah, so um, this weekend, you know, I started working, I started detailing. So this, this weekend and then tomorrow I'm picking up a car uh, working on it this week, and then this coming weekend, I also have a car. All three are Land Cruisers, um, newer style, uh, two regular Toyota Land Cruisers, and one uh, Lexus GX 46, 470, which is also known as a, a Land Cruiser Prado, uh, for those of you in Europe. So it should be pretty cool. Um, they're all white, uh, two are white, one silver, so it wasn't bad. Um, but this was the first week really after taking a couple weeks off to let my elbows and my shoulder heal. Uh, went to physical therapy today and my stretching exercises and A-STEM that they've been doing on me um, has helped quite a bit. They were really impressed. Um, and I've got a couple more appointments of that, so we'll see how it goes. But I'm gonna. this is really going to be a, a tough week coming up for me because i got to do that physically. And then mentally, the following week is going to be very demanding with... Uh, um, our uh, event so it's gonna it's gonna be draining that's for sure so really though excited to look I'm, I'm looking forward to this I think it's gonna be a lot of fun um, and we're gonna we're gonna have some good times but again my body's doing doing much better so that's really cool um, but yeah no the biggest thing is you know um, I tried to be very easy and gentle with my elbows with my shoulder trying to make sure that, uh, you know, this week when I was detailing, I wasn't overtaxing them. So, um, that worked out really well. Now, uh, I'm probably boring you guys. So I'm going to just get right to it. Uh, without any further ado, here is Augie and Hadley for your listening pleasure. guys so as I said I got my kids here with me so I have Hadley Hadley say hello hi and I got Augie here hi what's up guys all right so these two uh, Gates kids are quite possibly some of the funniest most hilarious kids I've ever met in my life and I'm not just saying that because I'm their dad <laughs> it's because they get it from their mom so now, Hadley, how has this year been with COVID? Oh, um, it's been a little, it's been a little kind of like, like unfortunate. It's been kind of confusing. That's like, like what do I do? Like, like I have safety patrol on Thursday. Sometimes yeah. I don't go there 
Like, do I still do safety patrol on that day? I hope so. Or do I not? <laughs> well, you get to go. You're, so you're back in school on Tuesdays and Thursdays, and so is Augie. Augie, what grade are you in? First grade. Nice. Hadley, what grade are you in? Fourth grade. That's right. Now, Aug, what has been your favorite thing about school this year? Because it's been different. You're not going to school every day. You're doing three days of online school. Or no, what are you doing now? One day of online, right? Mondays. And then two days of real school. And two days of workbooks and packets. Aug, yeah? Yeah. Hadley, how, have you been enjoying it? Because you're used to going to regular school. Yeah. This is different. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's just a little different. Sometimes I do coding. Well, you don't do that at school. When yeah. do you do that? So, sometimes like at like the end of school. Right, when we're done with school. Yes. You ask mom and me. Yes, if I could play on the computer and start coding. Yeah. And sometimes I watch other kids' videos to get inspiration. That's a great idea. Augie, what do you like to do since we've been home a lot? What's been one of your favorite things to do this summer and this fall? I like, when I'm done with school, I always go to my friend Cadence's house. Cadence lives across the street, huh? Mm-hmm. What do you guys do? Um, we mostly play on our trampoline, play games upstairs on the tramp also. And we always ask mom for popsicles. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> One of the uh, many amenities here at the MOS HQ is a ice freezer full of what? Popsicles. Yeah, it is, uh, it's something I had when I was a kid, or didn't have when I was a kid. All my friends' parents had them. And I always liked going to my friends' houses because their freezers were always full of popsicles. That's Augie opening and closing the freezer just for good measure. But what about when we went camping this summer? Did you guys like that? Have you liked having me home yeah. more because I haven't been traveling? Or has um, that been like... I liked it. I liked it a lot. It was like... I like how you always got to go camping with us. Like, like just it. in case we needed something. And we could... And, we could, and even though it was like... And I like how you always do like when you didn't have work. Yeah, when I was home? Yeah. Yeah, that was kind of fun, huh? What about mom? Do you think she's enjoyed a lot of having, having yeah. you guys here? Yeah. Yeah, well, well, we'll talk to mom on another episode and we'll really find out what she thinks. But I will say, one of the things that mom has really enjoyed is been having all of us home this year, huh? All of us hanging out and doing stuff. Mm-hmm. Hadley, what was your favorite? <laughs> what was your favorite thing about camping? Um, my favorite thing about camping was like going on the playground at Creekside. Yeah. It was like really fun. There was like there was like a rope swing and a sandbox. A rope swing and a sandbox. Yeah. That and and other swings. And did you go and swimming there, there too? Swimming? Did yeah, we swim? did a little swimming. Yeah. Like in the creek. Yeah. Augie, what was your favorite thing about camping? Getting ice cream in Idaho City. Yeah. Next time, I'm going to get Rainbow Sherbet with Party Animal. Oh, what's Party Animal? It looks like it's purple ice cream with, like, confetti pieces, like, little pieces of ice cream that uh, look like confetti. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Has, so, Augie, with, uh, with your diabetes, has it been hard this year with school? 
Or is it more fun? Like, is there stuff that you have to do when you at school? Yeah, Mrs. Taylor set an alarm of duck noises. So every time, every time the duck makes a sound, that makes that means that I have to go to the nurse's office. Oh, okay. How often do you go to the nurse's office? Um, I think about five times. A day. Yeah, and whenever I'm feeling high or low, then I have to go there. Yeah. Even if it's not time. So what do you do when you're in the nurse's office? Do you read books? Do you play with toys? All she has is just like the snacks and a coloring book, but I can only do that when I'm super low and then mm-hmm. I have to wear long time. Yeah. And, and in kindergarten, I'd miss out a long Yeah, in kindergarten it was a lot harder, huh? Because you were stuck there a lot and couldn't be in class, huh? Yeah, I always had to go up to the nurse's Every first recess. Yeah. And now I have, I think, five recesses now. So, I'm going to ask you guys each a question. Mm-hmm. What do you want to be when you grow up? For me, an app developer, a falconer, and a veterinarian. An app developer, a falconer, and a veter- veterinarian. Yep. Okay. Augie, what do you want to be? Mine's a truck driver, um, app developer... Also an app developer, okay. And, um... So, a monster truck driver, an app developer, and what else? Um... Go-kart maker. A go-kart builder? Maker? Okay. Those all sound like a great thing. Um, what is your favorite thing to do when you come home from school? So, my favorite thing to do is kind of like like hang out and sometimes I make some crafts. You like crafting when yeah. you're home? Augie, what's your favorite thing like the moment you get home from school? As soon as I get home, I turn on the TV and watch. <laughs> what? <laughs> and ask mommy for a snack. Ask mom for a snack? <laughs> Every day they go home from school or see if kids can play. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. So what are some things that you want to do with, so fall's coming, mm-hmm. right? So that means what? Um, like jumping into leaf piles. <laughs> leaf pile jumping, yeah. What else? Um, you guys carved pumpkins last week or two weeks ago at Papa's? Yeah. Yeah, mine's rotting right now. Yeah, that's all right. Mine's not even rotting. Augie, what did you get to, what did you have growing in the front yard for a little while? A bunch of pumpkins. You had a pumpkin patch, huh? Yeah, and then, but then it died because there was like this huge windstorm. Well, it was frost. Yes, it was yeah. frost. Augie, how many pumpkins did you get out of there? Um, I think about six or seven. Yeah. One of them became dead. Yeah, but so. they're any their size from like, I think we had some that were like the size of a soda can up to the size of like a bowling ball. Yeah. Yeah. So when are we going to plant pumpkins next time? After my birthday or on my birthday. That's a great idea. That way we give them more time to grow. Hallie, would you like to grow something too? Yeah. Next year? What do you want to grow? Probably, is there such a thing as like growing, oh, I know there's such a thing as growing carrots, so probably I could do that. You could grow carrots. I love carrots. Yeah, that's a great idea. Um, So with fall coming, we harvested the pumpkins, right? Mm Mm-hmm. And we got leaves, so maybe jumping in the leaf piles. We're gonna maybe go trick-or-treating tomorrow. Yep. And what else do you think we could do 
uh, in the fall. Maybe go for a hike up in the mountains and see the trees and the leaves color, changing colors. Or what would we do for, what do we got coming up? What's the next, after Halloween, what do we have next? Thanksgiving. Yeah, we have Thanksgiving. Yeah, and then after Thanksgiving, what is it? Christmas. Christmas and Hanukkah. Are you guys excited about Thanksgiving and and Christmas? That's right. Are you guys excited for Thanksgiving and Christmas? Yes, 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 yes. Are you excited for Halloween? Yes! Fully! Hadley, what are you going to be? I'm going to be a witch. Yeah. This is going to be, it's going to look like Winifred from Hocus Pocus. Oh, I love that idea. It's a great one. Oh, what are you going to be? A Viking. That's my boy. (laughs) Well, you guys have been great guests. Thankful you got to come hang out with me. Is there anything that you want to say to the people that are listening? Well, um, I hope you can be just like us, like fun and peppy. Oh, that's a great idea. That's a great way. Do like Hadley says, be fun and peppy. Augie, do you have anything? Augie is a uh, cat whisperer, in case you were wondering. He loves cats. Uh, And you sleep with our cat, Sherlock, every night. Yes. And our cat loves to climb up into the bunk bed with you every night. And he'll meow until he gets into your bed. Yeah. Huh. That's his thing. But once he's in your bed, what do you do? I just curl up with him in my blue soft very soft blanket and go to sleep with them. There you go. So hopefully uh, all of you can uh, be peppy and what did you say, Hanley? Um, Fun. Peppy and fun. And hopefully you all have a cat and a big soft blue blanket to curl up with. And uh, thanks, guys. Love you. Love you. I love you, Daddy. So hopefully you enjoyed a, a little look into my life. Um, it was something I, I wanted to do. I wish I would have gone a little, like, come in a little more prepared for that. Uh, you know, had some actual questions. Um, but who knows? Maybe I'll do it again. I think it'll be great. Um, I do want to bring on Carly one of these days. Um, and just, I don't know. I, I sh- I'll probably, I will probably have to prepare Um for her uh that way i have the right questions and you know stuff we can talk about and and things like that so um but yeah hopefully you like that with the kids there they are a delight um so a little bit uh about my children um so hadley uh is uh on the spectrum and uh is very high functioning autistic uh, she's very smart uh when she was three, she taught herself how to read. Uh, she has a photographic memory. So it's weird because it doesn't, you know, manifest itself in, you know, the normal way where she looks and goes, oh, I know exactly what it says. Like she almost doesn't try. So when she was little, she taught herself how to read because she could watch, uh, she would, you know, you'd run through the ABCs with her once and she'd know it. Um, you'd show her a sight word and she would memorize as soon as she saw it, she'd memorize and she knew what it was and how to spell it and all that. Uh, so 
she's in ninth, she's nine years old and she's in fourth grade. Um, and this year she's doing uh, really good, uh, even though, you know, it's been very difficult. Uh, the hardest part for her is just the lack of true structure. It only started really working when they went back into school uh, a couple days a week. Uh, the virtual was, was a little hard for her. Uh, although she loves being on a computer and loves having headphones on and stuff, she really does thrive in the interaction of her classmates. Um, and when Carly and I got married, uh, you know, we didn't have kids for a few years. Um, we were married in 2005 and we didn't have Hadley till 2011. Um, so we were childless for six years, which was awesome and one of the, you know, funnest times being with her. Um, but it wasn't without sorrow. Um, we had a lot of miscarriages, um, and we had a lot of, uh, fertility treatments that just didn't work. Um, and I remember very vividly the last time, um, when we, we spent a bunch of money, uh, to try and do some, uh, some stuff and it didn't, didn't work. It was very disheartening because we spent a bunch of money trying to get pregnant and, we both didn't have a lot of tears left at that point. Um, and I remember specifically saying, you know, this is going to be a very busy summer and we literally have something scheduled every eight, you know, for the next eight weeks in a row. Let's just try and get through it. And let's get through the summer. Let's just take a break. Let's get through the summer and then we'll revisit it in the fall and see uh, what happens. Um, and about two weeks before my sister's wedding, so about six weeks later, we found out we were pregnant. And we were extremely surprised um, because, one, we the last few times we had put so much effort into trying to get pregnant, and this time we just didn't. And it was like we had, I don't know, almost, you know, given up to the universe, so to speak. Um, but it, you know, we held our breath and... We just waited to make sure because we've been tricked before and uh, we're, we ended up having Hadley. She was born a month early, um, exactly four weeks early. Um, and, you know, it was one of those things where we were just so thankful that she came out um, and was so healthy and so good. And she was a perfect baby. You know, everybody tells you, oh, my gosh, you know get ready to not sleep. Oh, it's going to be crazy. But it, she was awesome. She, you know, slept like she was just, she was perfect. And we laughed because we were like, this is like, we couldn't have lucked out any better. It was like, like I said, the universe was smiling on us and uh, was smiling on her. And uh, we named her Hadley Fanola. Um, I always liked the name Fanola. It's Gaelic. And I always thought it was really pretty and it was just something that I kind of stuck to and wanted. Um, and so I got to choose that middle name. And then Carly really liked the name Hadley. Um, and what we found out was, you know, doing research on the name and stuff, Hadley uh, is a plural of heather. So basically, uh, a field of heather is known as a Hadley. Um, Carly's older sister is named Heather. So we thought that was kind of a, a fitting name that... Uh, um, that that worked that way. Um, and then Fanola uh, is Gaelic for white-shouldered. Uh, 
so uh, or fair shouldered and so uh, we thought that was a that was a you know cute little name for her um, and like I said she's been the little girl works hard and she's she's surprisingly resilient she's very smart and uh, she really does try her best now I will say nine years old is pretty typical she started to get kind of snotty and talks back and bratty but a lot of it is just stuff she's heard or repeated or watched on television um so we just got to be careful because she repeats a lot of things that she hears um very easily uh, augie we got pregnant with augie right when we found out that we all right so before I was so rudely interrupted on my by my air compressor. So, like I said, so Hadley, uh, we were, so Hadley was diagnosed and um, that's when we found out we were pregnant with Augie. Um, we were both absolutely shocked, you know, as people who had um, basically been, you know, what for a better term thought we were barren um, to have one child and then to find out that, oh, guess what? You're having a second, uh, was really a shock, but also one we hadn't planned. We, you know, we, when we found out that she had autism, we were like, okay, we're going to do this. We're going to be one parent family. It's going to be your one child family. This is going to be great. We're going to, you know, we'll give her everything we can. And we got one and we should, we were very thankful for that. Um, but then Augie came out guns blazing, um, you know, we joked because Hadley was a very long, drawn-out delivery uh, in the middle of the night. It was awful, and my poor wife, she was an absolute champion to have uh, birthed her. Um, Augie was a different story. Augie, we were able to induce on, a, on the day we wanted. Uh, when we got there, it was nice and sunny and a beautiful spring day. And uh, it was, I mean, he we, we, were, we were laughing because... Uh, he came out so quick and so fast. He was he was done, ready to go. Um, and that was kind of him from that point on. And when I say guns blazing, he came out and he was crying and he didn't stop crying for about the first six months of his life. It was, that was, it was difficult. It, he was a hard baby. Um, but once, uh, once we got him to calm down, we figured out he had, he was suffering from, uh, little acid reflux so once we got him on some medication you know the first six weeks were extremely hard but after that we were able to get him to sleep in the evening and and calm down and you know so um and it was funny because Hadley was not excited about this screaming little brother that she had she didn't like him she wanted him put away she wanted him put back and she was three um but one thing about Augie when he was six months old as he was crawling, uh, one, he started crawling at a very young age and he started picking himself up uh, onto furniture and trying to walk at a very young age. Um, and it was like he had stuff to do. He had an agenda and he needed to be doing something or he had a big sister that he needed to be playing with. Um, and that was Augie. He just, he just did it. He didn't, he, you know, he pulled himself along. He carried himself up he would ride his bike he would do all these things just because he had to do it that was just him um 
At three, he got diagnosed with type 1 diabetes. And it was something where uh, we had started to potty train him in the evening. And we noted also that, uh, you know, he hadn't been drinking a lot of water. And his and Carly was like, man, he's just really dehydrated a lot. So uh, that week leading up to when we found out he was diagnosed, we noticed he hadn't been drinking a lot of water. So Carly took the kids to Walmart to pick out their very own water bottle. That was kind of, you know, Walmart or Target uh, to pick out their very own water bottle for the summer. And uh, he picked out the one he wanted and we were hoping this would spur him to drink more water. And uh, I remember that first night, he peed every 20 minutes and he'd yell and I'd go get him and get him out of his bed and take him to the bathroom and he'd go to the bathroom for, you know, 20 minutes. And then, uh, or he'd just go to the bathroom then go to bed 20 minutes later, wake back up. So every 20 minutes, basically. He'd go to sleep for a few minutes um, for those 20 minutes, wake back up, need to go to the bathroom. And I thought, well, this is... Maybe this is like a tick or a muscle that he's sensing and he doesn't want to pee, you know, he doesn't want to wet the bed. So maybe that's what it is. But it went on all night. And I remember like looking and thinking to myself, this is a lot of liquid for a little guy. He must have drank a ton of water. So I told my wife, I said, I think we should cut him off at like five. And she's like, she goes, I think you're right. And uh, the next day he drank just copious amounts of liquid. Carly said he it was like he couldn't satiate his thirst and she thought that was kind of funny but he was going to the bathroom every few minutes and she was like well you know and we're looking at a three-year-old thinking like wow he's fully potty trained this is amazing what a good kid you know so then that night cut him off from water at like five o'clock from liquids and three o'clock, four o'clock, five o'clock, you know, every, literally every 20 to 30 minutes, he was still peeing. And I said, there is, there physically can't be this much liquid in him. This is crazy. So my wife said, well, let me, let me get a, let me call the doctor and see if they can get us in and get an appointment. Um, luckily they could in the late afternoon. Um, and so she thought, oh, we'll just swing by for a checkup. You know, we both Googled it and there were two things. One was diabetes and one was this tick that toddlers sometimes develop and I thought surely it's a tick but we both looked at each other and laughed and said great he's probably diabetic and uh but then we were like nah nah it's probably a tick um so Carly went in went to the doctor she was going to take the kids swimming to the pool her mom's pool uh at her mom's apartment complex and uh so they had they were all dressed in their swim trunks and swimsuit and they had their swim bag in the car uh, they head to the doctor, the pediatrician. Thank goodness the pediatrician uh, did a pee test and drew some blood or checked the blood um, and saw that he was at a 500. Now, normal blood sugar is a 100. Um, so to be a 500, that's not great. Um, so they said, well, he does. He's got type 1 diabetes and we're sending you over to the ER. And Carly was like, wait, what? What's going to happen? And they said, well, they're going to hospitalize you and you'll be in the ER for a few days. And so Carly called me just absolutely in a wreck and said, told me all this. And I literally got up and left work. It was about three o'clock and I called uh, Carolyn on the way, told her what was happening. And she was amazing and said, take your time, let, keep me posted. Um, headed to the ER. And uh, by the time the, the children's endocrinologist 
had shown up to administer insulin uh, to him. Augie had hit 900. Um, any higher than that, over 1,000, uh, your body starts to enter what is called DKA, or diabetic ketoacidosis. Um, and what happens is the blood gets so sugared that the uh, chemical makeup of that sugared blood uh, gets so toxic it literally turns into acetone um, and that starts getting pumped into your heart and then gets pumped to your organs uh, from your heart and your organs are not designed to take acetone and that's what causes them to shut down um, when organs start shutting down you go into organ failure um, and there are many children who die uh, because their parents thought maybe they were sick the early signs of DKA is flu-like. Um, and so the sad thing is there are a lot of kids who go through this where they start urinating heavily or they have uh, uh, an unquenchable thirst or um, they uh, have a very sweet-smelling breath um, and uh, their parents ignore it and they ignore it. And they don't notice the warning signs. Then the kids get into a flu-like state and if that continues for more than a couple days without treatment, uh, they die. Um, it's very scary. And uh, so the two things, the main things to watch out for with type 1 diabetes is if it's too low, uh, the body gets low blood sugar and can slip into a coma. You're, you just get so tired and run down that if you fall asleep and you're low blood sugar, um, meaning you're 40, 50, um, is low blood sugar, even 60 is a low blood sugar. Um, if, if you, let's say you're in the middle of the night and you're sleeping, if your blood sugar drops um, below 40 and continues to drop down to zero, you slip into a coma. Um, if your blood sugar goes high and you just ignore it um, and it just keeps climbing and climbing and climbing, there's a good possibility that a person or a child could get into a thousand in an evening um, and start the onset of DKA. Um, and if you think like, let's say you fall asleep at 10 and you've just eaten a ton of sugar um, and you go to bed without any insulin in your system and your body just continues to climb and you sleep for, you know, let's say eight to 10 hours before you head to the doctor, that's 12 hours um, in which your body has been in DKA and it, and it can reach DKA uh, within about, I think about an hour or two. It's, it's very fast depending on the sugar that's involved. And so those are the two things that um, we worry about every day. Um, and so we spent three days in the hospital with Augie and Carly and I had to learn everything. We had to learn everything there was about um, how to dose, how to administer insulin, how to give a shot. Um, and again, that poor little dude, he got his finger pricked uh, every, you know, maybe 10 times a day. And I don't know if you've ever looked up close at a three-year-old's fingers, they're very tiny. Um, and that little dude cried every time he got his fingers poked and cried every time he got a shot. And by the third day, his fingers were tough as nails and his little body just took that shot. And that little guy is a, is a fighter. He's one of the bravest little kids I've ever met in my life. And I'm in awe to be his dad. Um, it's, it's something he's going to have to deal with his whole life and it's a battle he's going to have to fight 
his whole life. And I hate that he has to do that. And I hate that it's a burden as a parent that, and I know my wife feels the same way, that we can't take that on ourselves and have that and deal with that for him. Um, But he does so good and he teaches his friends and shows off. He loves having a pump on him. He has this insulin pump and he has a CGM, which is a constant glucose meter um, that alerts us, keeps us awake uh, some nights more often than not, but um, it helps us know what his blood sugar is every waking moment. Um, I know the guys at work don't always like having to hear the alarm go off on my phone all the time when Augie's high or when he's low, Um, but it's, uh, it's definitely peace of mind, and it's scary to think, you know, how people did this for so many years, you know, without the technology that we have, and we're blessed to be living in a time period when we have all these things that we have at our disposal that we can use, um, but there's one thing that I try above all with my kids is for them to, to look out for each other. I feel like, you know, Augie, I need him to be the protector of his older sister. I need him to help back her up and keep her safe and make sure that she makes the right choices. And, and I need him to help be the reasonable one of the two of them. And I need Hadley to um, be cognizant of what the noises are that come from his phone or his pump and know what he's able to and cannot eat and whether he needs, you know, she's, she doesn't quite understand it, but she's very good at, at wanting to know about it and wanting to learn. Um, and as they get older, I think they'll be able to really play off each other really well with that. And they get along really well. It's surprising, you know, me and my sister fought like cats and dogs. Um, but Augie and Hadley seem to get along very well, you know. And I mean, some days are harder than others, but that's how it's always going to be. Um, so those are my kids. Uh, like I said, Augie's in first grade this year. Last year was really hard in kindergarten because his uh, his pump would go, or his uh, CGM, his constant glucose monitor, would go off a lot. The alarm would go off to say that he was either high or low. And the teacher's you know, bless their hearts, but they just say, hey, go to the nurse's office. And the nurse would say, well, I can't let you leave until you get back to a normal range. If he was low, he needed to get, you know, back up to the 80 to 100. If he was high, he needed to come back down towards that number or show that his body was headed towards that way. Um, And so he missed out a lot in kindergarten because it was only half day kindergarten. So it was only like two and a half hours a day. And he'd be in the nurse's office for about an hour and a half of that. Um, pre-COVID and uh, now he's in first grade and he does you know after I get done recording this Carly and I have to go do a uh, online course because we're going to get ready to link his CGM to his pump meaning that his pump uh, will now listen to his CGM and if his CGM says hey you're high uh, it will tell the pump exactly what it needs to dose automatically um so he shouldn't ever go high. So it kind of prevents decay. And what it does is if it starts to drop, the pump turns itself off uh, so that it doesn't administer a bolus, uh, which is a, a dosage. Um, so very exciting to see that. Now we still do have to dose him for food and things that he eats, um, but the interim 
and the surrounding rest of the day uh, should be controlled by that CGM, which is very exciting. He's excited because he gets to be more robot, he said. Um, and, uh, but, hey, that's something, uh, you know, we look on the bright side. Augie loves the fact that he's got robot parts on him is what he says. So um, kudos to him, him for that. Um, but yeah, those are my kids. You know, they're amazing human beings. They're the reason I detail on the weekends. Uh, the money I make from detailing here in the MOSHQ uh, goes, goes towards, honestly, diabetic supplies. Um, it's, a, it's a big financial uh, burden that we didn't plan on. Um, but it, and it's very taxing even with, um, you know, good insurance and stuff provided by the rag company, but it's still a lot of out of pocket. Um, and that's also why I'm doing this podcast. So if you guys hear ads, um, you know, I'm, I don't like ads either, but Hey, this will help give us a little more extra cash, uh, to help pay the bills, um, here at the home. And there's also, you know, I'm not a big fan of, you know, asking for money, but there is listener support. Um, and I thought it was sweet. My mom donated $10 a month to the podcast, which I think is hilarious and beautiful all at the same time. So if you feel like donating, feel free. I'm not asking you to. Um, but if you feel like something you want to do, I would very much appreciate it. And uh, I know my family would appreciate it. So as always, guys, thanks for listening. Thanks for hanging out with me. Uh, I hope you enjoyed it. I'm planning on having these done every Thursday uh, evening and available for you guys every Friday morning. And uh, make sure you guys like and share this and tell a friend. And uh, if you haven't yet, please go to uh, iTunes and uh, or uh, wherever you listen to your podcast. And if you can, leave a comment, leave a review. And uh, if you guys got a question for me, you can also go to the anchor.fm app and uh, you can actually leave a message. And so you can leave a question for me if you want and I'll play it and I'll answer it. Um, So as always, guys, thanks for listening. See you later.